As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Psalm 42, verses 1 and 2. Uh, also, uh, Psalm 63 starts out with uh, this this thirst thing. But what I, I love about this page is there's a desert image uh, from Death Valley uh, that I took back in um, 2005. And then I write, when hiking, I discovered what thirst is. Quenching that thirst becomes a painful obsession. Just as with physical thirst, our soul thirsts become our soul thirst becomes real when our spiritual resources dry up. As water sustains the body, so the love of God brings life to the soul. Yeah, that's really a great picture. Uh, the physical is so obvious. Uh, having lived on the edge of the desert in Mali, I know that sense of dryness that just you feel like you have to get something to drink. And... Um, have experienced what it means to be completely dehydrated and needing to find water and the desperation that's there physically. It actually makes you delirious mentally and other uh, ways. But that same sense comes to the soul when it's not watered by the Lord and brought into that fullness. And it's a great image. I think sometimes we should just look at a desert picture and think of our inner soul in that way when we've um, kind of not allowed the water to flow into that space. And it's a beautiful psalm of panting after the Lord uh, that we would be satisfied in Him. It is a beautiful psalm. Um, also, Ecclesiastes says, God put eternity in the hearts of men. This is where the thirst comes from. We're not born with just a physical heart. We're, uh, we're born with a longing to reestablish that that fountain of love that, uh, that th comes through the Holy Spirit uh, into our lives, and we get tastes of it, little kind of uh, suggestions of it when we're apart from God, and, and, or just when we are. And it's, it's in pursuing that. I mean, one of the things I wanted to just mention, what I was thinking about here, I was in the Selway Bitterroot Wilderness with a bunch of teenagers and some guides, and I was part of the trip. And we made a, uh, we, we thought we were making a right, uh, the right path and a shortcut in where, but actually we were going away from water as we went up. Mm -hmm. And as we got higher and higher and more isolated, uh, it became very evident that the water was just non-existent. And we kept going forward thinking we would come to water and it was on the map and everything. It really never existed in the first place. I mean, this was the dry. In the West, when you go higher, you get drier. That's what the rule is. And it was summertime. And eventually we come to this kind of still pool of water. And let me tell you something. There was not one of us that waited for one second that thirst you were talking about was now driving us crazy. Mm. And so we, we drank it without any idea really what it was and what the poison, you know, whatever, you know, pollutes it. We just drank it and it saved us really from being an incredibly bad place. That's a really graphic picture of it. And uh, when you get into this imagery of the water, then you think of Jesus' words when he says, uh, I'm the living water. 
that mm. I would give to you that would sustain you forever and um, that invitation to drink of him and, and be satisfied until we're not satisfied again and drink and drink and drink and drink. Mm. 